Come on in, guys. back to talking llama matt is here with chris once again filling in for jared still having some issues on vacation getting a, a good spot so chris happy to have you back for a second week in a row here it's a good week to be back again some some good survivor here towards the final stretch yep we're at the penultimate episode with the finale next week and this season has just been humming along like it's it's pretty strong it is hum humming along indeed teams oh man that that was a very very subtle inside joke which we won't explain because about six people will find it funny mm-hmm. none wasn't, of which wasn't planning none of it. whom are probably listening but that was i i have to mention it because that was just an incredible <laughs> incredible insertion of a very thank you very minuscule inside joke well done well done um might as well jump right into it uh we get back we start back at camp as we always do and if we're gonna nitpick on the season showing a flashback to the tribal council, which in episode time happened like 30 seconds ago. Nonsense. They didn't even show anything new. I didn't even, I didn't even think about it, but yeah, totally right. I don't mind the flashbacks when they're done creatively. Like think of like David versus Goliath. They did a mm-hmm. flashback to Dan finding an idol, which he didn't know about. But this, they just flashback to things we had literally just seen. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I'm mind little, them trying something new, but it, it just added nothing to it. It was just kind of weird. For sure. Um, and Lindsay, Lindsay, boy, Lindsay is just riding high after after that. She survived the do or die. And I mean, that's got to be just such a massive adrenaline rush, especially yeah. once you get back back to camp and just kind of realize what just happened. Yeah. I mean, you were you had a two out of three chance of going home, and instead you're safe with immunity. And uh, and it was an epic tribal council after that, pretty with a big threat going home. So yeah, pretty. I'd be riding high pretty too if yep. I fire her. Yep, and like you mentioned, she's got immunity. That amulet now becomes a full fledged idol. Uh, so no matter what, she's through to the final five. She's into the finale, whether she won immunity or not, which she ends up doing. We'll get to that with some discussion there, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's got that that safety net, so she can play a little a little looser maybe if she wants to, knowing that. She's not going anywhere, at least not this boat. And Omer is feeling good too. And he, this was may, this was maybe a point of interest for for fans to see what he would do with the idol that Mike had given him to mm-hmm. to circumvent Drea's do or die, or not do or die, the knowledge is power. And he just gives it back right away. Did you think there was any chance he might try to hang on to it, or maybe try to, you know, work it a little bit? As we we're discussing last week and we were kind of discussing how in trouble he might be this week. I thought he might hang on to it, but I think it's easy for us to see that he's in big trouble and it's harder for him to see that he's in big trouble when he might just keep thinking that he'll just keep doing his thing and pulling the strings of everyone and getting his way. And, and so, yeah, I think, I think he made a perfectly reasonable decision to do that. 
Yeah, it's a it's a it can be a really tricky spot because you have this super powerful thing now by the rules of the game is yours. And at this point of the of the game, anything you can do to assure your safety is is fair game. But especially with somebody like Mike, who I think would take it the worst of anybody mm-hmm. if you just basically stole the idol out from under him with his help, pretty much. Um, I think it was probably the right choice, e- even though obviously Omer is voted out this episode. I, I think I don't like doing results based thinking. Um, I think I think you can only really judge off of the information you have in the moment. So mm-hmm. I think in the moment he made the right call. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. And then, so of course they get talking about the next vote. Um, but Mike kudos to Mike. He knows Omer. So Omer hopes that Mike will feel indebted and grateful to him and will try to work with him or maybe even play the idol for him at the next vote. But, but Mike, Mike knows Omer has no intention of, of going any further or much further with him. Um, so he goes to Marianne and we've been close to Omer for a long time. So that's kind of the, the tricky part, but it's at the point in the game where those relationships can kind of go by the wayside. If sticking together prevents you from winning the game, then you got to make, make that cut. So that's what he's hoping Marianne can can realize, and which clearly she does eventually. She kind of comes around mm-hmm. to it as the episode goes on. Right. Um, but Lindsay, on the other hand, wants Jonathan out. And I actually like her reasoning. It's not so much that he's a threat to win the game, but she knows that if he's gone, she's going to be the favorite in pretty much any immunity challenge. Just she's been pro- she's proven competent at puzzles. And with Jonathan gone, she'd be most likely the, the biggest physical threat. So, mo- so more than likely, she'd be the favorite. And so Jonathan there kind of ruins, though, not ruins, but really makes it more difficult. So she could maybe just win her way to the finale. Right. Yeah, you said that really well. I, I think, uh, well, it's easy for us to be like, oh, Jonathan isn't going to win because he's not that good of a player besides being a physical player. He's not a bad player, but he's not that good. But yeah, I mean, Lindsay's, I, I, I think before this episode, Lindsay and Ulmer were top two players remaining. And I mean, if they both made it to the final, Lindsay's got a shot against Ulmer. I, I think especially with these immunity wins she's racking up. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's a, if I were her, I would be trying to do the same thing. Yeah, it's kind of like when, when there's an obvious goat to drag to the end that person then becomes a threat, not because they're going to win the game, but because that's one guaranteed spot in the, in the final, that's mm-hmm. not yours unless you're the one taking them. Uh, so it, it's not necessarily like an impressive decision, but it's good to see that someone who's made it this far in the game doesn't have to, doesn't have like a singular vision on, on what route they need to take to get to the end and taking out someone who maybe isn't as big a threat to win can still help their chances to win because of it makes your chances better to get there. Um, so I do like that out of Lindsay uh, who continues to come on strong at the end, although she had a slip up here, we, we could say, uh, so we get to a reward challenge. One of the few reward challenges of, of the season, um, because of how few we get, did you think there was going to be anything special about either the challenge or the reward or anything, or did you just think really nothing of it? Um, no, I guess I didn't really think anything of it. I just enjoyed the, I, I always enjoy a good reward challenge and yeah, just appreciated it. And they did this, the same thing last season where the winner gets a choice of food. 
either grilled chicken and veggies or chocolate cake and cookies. And there's a, a, a further twist to this. But before we get to that part, on the surface, which one do you think you would lean towards taking? Probably the veggies and chicken just, just to fuel, fuel my body. And I don't know, like, yeah, an extra person gets it. But like, gosh, that cake and cookies be- is going to be. But before that, though, bef- I'm going to like before that you realize oh, that. Yeah, part, before, just off yeah, of the food sure. themselves. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I feel I feel like in Survivor, I'd have a very like I need to fuel my body with good things mindset. And like, like, well, chocolate cake and cookies sounds amazing. Like you you need some like good calories in your body and I, i'm sure that does wonders for like the immunity challenge in the like later the next day or something yeah the chocolate cake and cookies i feel like would just wreck you right it'd be so yeah. easy to overeat and just have just gut rot and just feel like crap the next couple of days yeah I, I feel like like hearing from former survivor players it's such a common thing that people will just like oh here's a chocolate cake Oh, this is amazing. I'm starving and it's so tasty and I'm going to eat way too much and I'm going to puke later. Like that puking happens all the time or like very poor bowel movements later, or like things that are just terrible for you. Um, yeah. So you, you gotta, yeah, you gotta avoid that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jonathan gets off to a lead, but it comes out, but there's a puzzle at the end, which means he's not going to win. Yeah. It'll, <laughs> so that allow that allows Omer to, uh, to come from behind. And he he takes the win, and as you mentioned with the with the reward, the there's a there's a twist on the on the food options. The grilled chicken and veggies you get to invite two extra players, and the chocolate cake and cookies you get to invite three. So Omer takes the cake and cookies and takes Romeo, Marianne, and Mike. What do you what do you think there? Do you think they they added the extra persons the chocolate cake and cookies so they would take that because most players would probably lean towards the chicken yeah. and veggies i think they're just trying to make add, add an element to make it a little more close of a choice um and i mean taking three other people besides two other people like maybe people would be mad at you but i don't know i feel like people would respect it like jonathan would be like yeah it's a good choice i would have done the same thing like the i don't know i think i think you should have done the three people total still yeah, this is one reason why, and I know when and this gets talked about a lot of should you even try to win reward challenges, and I'm sure once you're out there, that kind of all goes out the window that you just yeah. kind of get caught up in the heat in the moment. I feel like yeah. the loved ones challenge is maybe the one where you can intentionally hold back because that's the that's the one I would never want to win. Yeah, unless I'm really not. in a crappy position, doesn't matter. If I'm in even a decent spot, I want no part of winning that challenge. Um, but here, th- these are the kind of reasons I wouldn't want to be there in in most mm-hmm. circumstances because you're going to upset people and or you might get forced in taking a worse reward to placate another player. Um, like like here, like mm-hmm. I might take the cake and cookies because I could take one more person and get in their good graces, even though I would really want the, the chicken and veggies instead. Now, one thought I had, and tell me if you consider this as well. And maybe maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but I my my mind says that in this point in the game, there's usually like a one person difference in terms of who's at camp and who's on the reward. And now here, when there was the four two split, I thought there might be something <clears throat> different at camp 
for Jonathan and Lindsay, either like sure. an advantage or like a challenge, like a mini like puzzle type thing for them to do to get something, or maybe they, they would just get food themselves. That's a yeah, that's an interesting thought. I I I never my mind never went there because I feel like we're just too late in the game, too many advantages out there to add another one to the mix. Um, so I, I didn't even think about it, but yeah, that's a common thing sometimes, but nah, I don't know. Oh, and nothing came from it, but that was one thought I had that maybe they would do, do something, even something as simple as like, they just get, maybe like they got the chicken and veggies, something like oh, that. Sure. Um, yeah, that, I could see that. Just some, something to mix it up. Um, but we don't really spend much time on the actual reward, more just general politicking, you know, people, Lying, <laughs> lying to their faces. Yeah. Lindsay and Jonathan was was pretty good humor because they both know that they're coming after each other. That right. that their relationship is all their working relationship at least is, is all but done. But it seems like neither of them can tell how much the other one knows. So they're both they're both trying to play play up their friendship while also not giving away too much. And that that they only spent like a minute on that, but that was a kind of fun dynamic to, to watch. I wish you, they could have spent a little more time on that part of it. Yeah. It, it was fun hearing them both be friendly and doing a good job of it. And then seeing like identical um, uh, confessionals, both talking about how they're both done with the other person and need to pretend like they're not. It was cool. Yeah. yeah. But the, the big thing is we kind of get a lot of the advantages and stuff laid out on the table. So there's Lindsay's amulet idol, Marianne's idol, which as far as we know, nobody else knows about, and Marianne's extra vote. So lots of lots of scheming and potential nonsense to happen. Mm-hmm. Good for Marianne, by the way. Hasn't told anyone about her idol. Someone at least. Jeez. And it's and it's paying off big time. Huge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And think about Drea told everyone everything, basically. She and she's gone. And, and we, we've seen it last season. We saw it this season. And I love that we have Marianne with the exact opposite end of the spectrum as a perfect example of how valuable information is to keep to yourself. She'd be like one of the top people everyone else would expect to blab about an idol too, I bet. Um, mm-hmm. But here she is being solid. I, I would bet if she found it earlier in the game, she would have. When she yeah. was full of energy and, but I think because she's kind of felt on the outs a little bit, it seems like, mm-hmm. and she's her energy is probably dwindled. She's not as constantly talk, talk, talking yep. that it was probably partially intentional and probably somewhat just her sub- more subdued nature just as she was in the game. And mm-hmm. it's, like we said, it's paying off for her. She's making the right choice one way or no- one way or another. Uh, so we get to the immunity challenge. And it comes down to, wouldn't you know it, Lindsay and Jonathan, as you would probably Talking. expect. And Jonathan is close. It's a table maze. You got to maneuver a couple balls into, into holes. Not enough Jeff Probst balls jokes. I'm disappointed. <laughs> disappointed in that. It seems to be taking a step a step back on on the ball humor, which is which is no fun. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Uh, but then, then Lin- Lindsay secures it, her second individual immunity of the season. And so theoretically... She should have that idol to play. The amulet idol ends a tribal council before regular idols, mm-hmm. which for her means this upcoming one. So there's really no reason not to use it. 
unless you ask Lindsay. A quick, uh, a quick before we get into that, a quick uh, side note is I, I really like the table maze as like an ending big immunity challenge thing. I feel like it's such a stressful thing, a stressful, touchy thing. You have to do as fast as you can. And it's a, yeah, it's a difficult way to finish a challenge and it's, it's good. It's a, but it's a good way. It's a good fair way to do it too. Just whoever can kind of keep their nerves calm and, and, and execute it. No, I, I agree. Cause it's not like a fully physical thing, mm-hmm. but it's not a full on puzzle either. Right. That it, it's kind of like Balance. a mixture of the two yeah. and it's, and it works out really well. I, I like that one a lot. Cause it, I feel like it often, unless someone just crushes the whole challenge and they just routine it, I feel like it often comes down to a couple of people like right there at the end. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. So with Lindsay fully immune, not that she wasn't anyway, uh, but now with her her challenge immunity plus her idol, um, she gets right to work trying to get the the Jonathan vote secured with Mike as a backup. And this is where things get interesting. They discuss or they meaning um, Lindsay and Omer discuss using her idol. Now, there's a couple things with this. I don't remember how much they explained the rules of the amulet idol when it came about, but in, in Omer's, some of his post-game interviews today, um, one advantage to the podcast coming out late, got to listen to some of that before we recorded here, is that it is non-transferable. So mm. I don't know that that meant, not sure what that meant, because if you think of the game changers, Sarah, Sarah Lucina and Sari, the legacy advantage, Sari had it, tried to use it, but then Sarah said it was non-transferable. But then in Omer's interviews, he said it's non-transferable, so she would have to give it to him. She couldn't play mm-hmm. it on him. I would have thought the opposite. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, either either way, there should have been a way for her to, to play it for him, whether it was her yeah, or like give it, it to Omer. But it seems a little a little complicated there. But the big thing is, and I, I'm lo- I'll love to get your thoughts on this, they didn't want to play it. They felt secure not playing it, but they thought there was the chance that if they played it, it would get re-hit in the game as a new idol. It's, yeah, it's, that's dumb reasoning. When, as soon as she said, I was like, oh, Lindsay, I don't know. Like this is, it's an amulet. First of all, it's not like a, it's not a hidden immunity idol, like straight up. And Maybe, maybe it does, but like, even if you're confident, like Lindsay, you could use it in a smart way to add a good game move to your, to your game. You're you're securing a move that will help you further your game and you should have done it. And you look really dumb now that you didn't do it. It was like the risk of it of it getting put back into play is just not it's not worth it like you you should have done it i don't know seemed seemed like a no brainer to me i like that they considered the idea because it is survivor you never really know what can happen now that it is an idol maybe they treat it as an idol again but also goes back to Marianne not telling people about her idol if they yeah. knew, if they had known she had one, maybe they wouldn't have thought, "Oh, we're oh, not going sure. to hide another one again." For sure, there's already one out there, and you know, it's they're seeing things 
brand new and survive brand new to them. Um, yeah. So who knows, who knows the rules of the amulet? Um, what, what might happen with that? Cause when you find an, an immunity idol, it doesn't say it, when you play this, it will get rehidden or when you play it, it does not get rehidden. So it, it's, I think it's fair and actually kind of smart to consider that idea. Sure. sure. But I do think the, the risk of not playing it was way greater than the quote unquote reward of not having right. it rehidden. And e- even if Omer had, had been safe, I still think it was the wrong move yeah. not to play it. If, if it was a regular idol and you had one more tribal to use it, you've got argument there. She, she oh, can save for it sure. for herself. Um, now, one thing I've seen going around is that maybe she, she wouldn't have been so upset if Omer had and did go home. Sure, that she sure. realizes what a threat he is that if he if he can make it through without the idol great they can continue working together because that probably then means jonathan is gone who seems to be her primary target but if he goes home it's another big threat out of the game so i don't know that she should that she should be too upset and i think it's fair to wonder if she had that in mind as well that's a fair argument we'll see if she gets to the end if she how she navigates that because i'm sure the topic will come up and uh because both both other amulet holders are on the jury yeah for I, sure. i'd be i'd be very surprised if, if neither of them asked about the idol because they obviously both know and i'm sure they're going to make sure everyone at ponderosa knows yeah. about the idol and omer's going to ponderosa so there's no reason they won't all know so someone's got to ask about it maybe it's omer but yeah but it, it should come up at final tribal if Lindsay is to does make it there and that could be a key answer for her in winning yeah, the game or not. That's how that, she how she navigates that that question. She could put a positive spin on it, even though I bet it was a mistake still, but she could she could maybe explain it in a good way. But then it be, then this becomes kind of Marianne's time to shine. She mm-hmm. she she's not so sure about Jonathan. She wants Omer gone. She knows kind of what he's been doing, how he's been working working the game, and. She so she wants to make a big move and and get rid of Omer, um, but Mike wants to play it safe. He just wants to use Marianne's extra vote with him, Romeo, and Jonathan to kind of secure uh, the the Omer vote. Um, she's got but she's got Romeo on board. Mike and Jonathan giving her a little pushback. Now what she ends up doing, I unless I missed it, I don't think she discussed this possibility on the episode of not needing Mike and Jonathan. Right. Right. Yeah. That was interesting. It, it like the whole time, I don't think she truly needed them, um, but just wanted them, I suppose, to be in on the plan. And yeah, I don't know. Those, that, that was interesting, but she clearly, I think convinced them and it worked out and, and good for well, her. She, well, she didn't convince them. Are you sure? I mean, Unless, unless they knew they were going to do the a three two two. That that I thought was always the plan. I thought the plan was always three like three two two, but they were just arguing that she they should get out Romeo to be safe. Unless I misunderstood it, I thought she was saying that all five of them would vote for for Omer and make it a five two vote. What I what I took from it was. She wanted to split like because like they were concerned that if they did that, the five maybe that was her initial idea 
but they were concerned if they did that, that Mike or Jonathan would go home if, if Lindsay used the idol on, on Omer. But then I think she's like, Hey, I got Romeo. He's going to vote for, um, he's going to, he's going to vote for Omer. I'm going to put my two votes on Omer. And so you guys can put your two votes on Romeo and that way you guys won't go home and we get, we get Omer out. And if the idol's played, then we, the idol go to the Revo and then we'll get Romeo out. And, and I think like how I read it was they, they were still a little concerned. Like I think they were concerned if the vote did get split at the end of the day, that it'd come down to Romeo and one of them. And then Marianne would be like, well, who really wants to get out Romeo compared to them? And she's going to vote them out. Um, and yeah, but I, I don't know. That's, that's how I took it. I, I took it that she was fighting for the three, the three, two, two the whole time. Okay. Or at least, I mean, like, the, or at least after initially. That, that, that very well could have been it, but she was just so pressed about them not being on board with Omer as the target mm-hmm. that I, I, may, I maybe just misinterpreted what, what she was saying. That I thought she wanted to do the five, two to make it more of a secure thing. Sure. Um, and to get five people on board, then they all kind of know they're working together. No one feels betrayed at the end of the day. But I, now that you explain it, how you, how you read it, it, it does make sense that they would have been, been in on the plan. So yeah. not, not to, not for much else other than clarity. I do hope that gets brought up next episode yeah, of the finale I bet it will. after tribal, just to kind of see, Cause like if Mike and Jonathan are coming back to camp, like shocked, or if they come back to camp, you know, good, the plan, you know, went as, as we hoped it would. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, it's, it was a great move. It was, I mean, cause no. it, it was, there was very low margin for error. If, if any at all. Yep. Um, cause, cause I mean, Romeo from what we've seen, hasn't exactly proved to be a completely trustworthy ally yeah. now this at this point in the game maybe maybe he's just feeling so desperate that any plan that involves his safety he's on board with right um but but marianne to my surprise i don't, I don't know how many how, mm-hmm. how you feel about Me it too. but pro, i mean if not the move of the season it's it's in the discussion yeah for, for the best I, I think move of the maybe, season. i think it might be um yeah i was very proud of marianne i mean up until this point, I don't think she's done anything stupid, but she hasn't done anything great. And I, I think a really interesting dynamic, especially as we get into final six, final five and stuff, is like there's six people left. There's some order, like some pecking order of like how who the jury respects. Like, and, and in my mind, before the episode, it's um, Omer, and Lindsay kind of in your top tier, then Mike after that, then Marianne and Jonathan, maybe after that and Romeo, maybe last, I don't know. The bottom three are debatable, but it's always interesting because like someone like Lindsay has every incentive to get rid of Jonathan and doesn't care if Omar goes home because she's in that top tier. But it's interesting seeing if the lower people perceive where they are accurately and, and realize they need to make a move and they need to do it right now. Where like Marianne realized this. She's like, she was not content with a Romeo vote. I think if Romeo goes home, she has no chance of winning the game. 
And now all of a sudden, and, and that's where Jonathan's disappointing too, where Jonathan was content to get out Romeo. It's like Jonathan, I mean, he probably thinks he's more solid than he is uh, because he's so good at challenges and stuff. But, but like if Romeo goes home, it's, it's going to be tough for Jonathan and Marianne, but all of a sudden Marianne pulls off a great move, moves her way up in the discussion of being the winner of the game and got out like one of her top threats. I think if, if Lindsay, if she can get Lindsay out as well, all of a sudden she's in this. Like, I mean, if it's Marianne, um, Romeo and Jonathan in the final three, that's a slam dunk Marianne win, I think. Um, and if she continues to play well, like her and Mike in the end could be interesting as well. The, what, what I really like about what this does is that I feel like Omer was the one where he would win against anybody. Yeah. And after this move, I don't think there's any player that you can say that about with much, if any, confidence. That right. I don't think Lindsay beats automatically wins against anybody. I don't think Marianne automatically does any either. I don't think Mike does. I don't think Jonathan or Romeo win no matter what, but between yeah. those top three. It, yeah. If, it's, it's if, up in the air. if it's two of them in the final, it's I, it, for me, it's going to be kind of a toss up on because they're all kind of different games too. So it's going to be yeah. which, which version of survivor does the jury respect and how do they answer the, the, the questions at final tribal, how do they come off to the jury in the most important part? But with Marianne here, timing, timing is, is key. You see it not all the time, but pretty often. I think Michelle over Aubrey and Korong is, is a famous example. She had mm-hmm. some big moments late in the game right. that pushed that pushed her over, over the top. Um, Natalie Anderson in San Juan del Sur had some great moves near the end. I think she was the clear rightful winner anyway. But the timing definitely helped helped mm-hmm. with everything. It's one reason I don't like the fire challenge, which we don't really yeah, need to get into. I agree. But it gives it gives someone such a huge moment at the very last possible second in the game. Yeah. Um, and if you manufacture that move yourself, like Marianne did here, that's one thing. But if you're just handed an opportunity, again, don't need to get into why the fire challenge is stupid. Um, <laughs> but yeah. if she, but on the other hand, it does paint a target on her back. She, mm-hmm. everyone knows she was responsible and the driving force for this move. So it gives people incentive that wasn't otherwise there to try to vote her out. Now, of course, she's safe to the next vote, which nobody knows about. But from a what's going to happen guessing perspective, we know she's safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, a, you know, the biggest the biggest moves fire, regardless of the fire making final four challenge. Like the biggest moves are the final few votes of, of the season that you can really add to your resume. And, and it's close enough that I think it's going to totally come down to the, this finale and who can make some really good moves in the final episode here. I think they will be the winner. Whoever can pull off the best move, the best moves. Um, And yeah, like you were saying, Marianne's timing was perfect, perfect time to make a great move. No one knows she has, I mean, it's almost, I think it'd almost be better if people are targeting Marianne this next episode because of her awesome move. And they're like, wow, she actually might win the game. They try to get her out. She pulls the idol and gets out who she wants. She gets out Lindsay or Mike 
like all of a sudden she is just well mike's got an idol which, which everyone knows ah, about yes 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 gets out Lindsay, then i suppose and and now all of a sudden she is she's a fire challenge away from winning a million dollars um like i think for sure she's i don't know part of me almost wants to bet on her right now to win i think it's super debatable but she can do it she's in a perfect spot i mean nothing is easy at this point but i think she probably has the easiest path to win mm-hmm. you know by, by a hair because one she's guaranteed final four so she along with mike they're at least guaranteed a chance to get to the end um if not a sure thing at the end and they both have idols so they both have the opportunity one to save themselves or two make make a move Mm-hmm. with the idol you know if yeah. one of them does happen to win immunity i would bet against that i'd be shocked if if someone other than Lindsay and jonathan win win the final challenge especially with omar out because i think it's a puzzle at the end did you watch the the preview i did I, oh it looked like so, an epic one so like it, it looked one. like one of the variations of the one where there's like multiple stations yeah yeah to go and like gather pieces but there's different like obstacles or whatever and there's a puzzle at the end um so with the puzzle, I wouldn't really bet on Jonathan, but with the physical part, if he gets out to a big enough lead, mm. that might be enough, but he hasn't proven Ooh. all that capable at puzzles. No. Um, so I would think probably Lindsay is going to be the, the favorite most likely, but yeah. you know, we'll, Gosh. we'll, we'll see, we'll see what the actual puzzle is. And if it is a puzzle, I'm assuming it will be, I was, I'd be surprised if it, if it wasn't, um, but before we get into some some finale thoughts, mm-hmm. one other piece of information that was revealed in Omer's interviews today, on day four, he found an idol nullifier. What? Yes. Okay. He found an idol nullifier and then was voted out with the idol nullifier. Whoa. We just... They just never told us. No, apparently it, I mean, clearly it never played much of a factor in, in the gameplay, but he was saying that on the Drea vote, he considered letting her take Mike's idol and then still voting her out using, using the nullifier. (laughs) Wow. That would have been so sick. If he did that, but I mean, it was pretty, the, the tribal was really good either way. That's wild though. But yeah. That's... Man, I'm, I'm almost surprised that, I mean, I get that they didn't do it because it didn't come into play, but if we knew that was in play, that just makes that tribal even more complicated and interesting where we're just on the edge of our seat waiting to see how Omer plays it. Because there were uh, there were already three really interesting options that would have just been a fourth just to mess wow, with us. Wow, wow, that's surprising. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan of the of the nullifier at all. Me too. Um, but I I wish something like that. It feels like a really weird thing to just keep from the audience. For sure. Now, now clearly, it hasn't really affected. The, the viewing d- didn't affect the, the gameplay at all, but uh, that's a huge advantage. And if nothing else, it, it throws more uncertainty into the votes. And when you go into 
tribals and it seems like a sure thing like oh this person can play their idol having that that nullifier even in the back of your mind even if it never gets used just knowing it's there to make you feel a little less sure going into that vote yeah absolutely very strange now yeah. the, the nullifier actually in david versus goliath is another thing kind of like knowledge of power where it worked kind of in spite of itself yeah where the, where the david's like banded together and just, and just pulled their resources for an for really fun tribal way better than do you remember how they used it in australian survivor i think either season two or three i don't remember you have to refresh my memory you could play the nullifier that i can't say that word tonight the nullifier after an idol was played oh gosh that's brutal did someone do it successfully yeah i mean how you you can't do it successfully I, i think it was um annalise i believe if I if I'm remembering correctly, wow, it was nuts. That's brutal for whoever played that idol. That sucks. Yeah, at least in David versus Goliath, they had to play at the right tribal and play it on the right yeah, person. That's reasonable. This that's one more, was just more reasonable. It was just nonsense. So wow. dumb. Okay, but so that closes out the penultimate episode. Just the finale left. What do you what do you think's gonna happen? What what do you feel? I feel like there's a lot of a lot of different outcomes here. Nothing feels like a sure thing. All right. Bear with me. I'm going to run through a couple scenarios here and, and then decide my prediction on the winner. I love okay. it. Next episode, like we were just talking about, either Lindsay or Jonathan will win immunity. I feel like it's almost guaranteed. Um, let's say, let's say Jonathan wins immunity. I think Mike and Marianne play their idols. Lindsay goes home. Next episode. Jonathan wins immunity again. He chooses to go to fire against Mike or Marianne. I'm going to say Mike. I'm going to say he perceives Mike to be a bigger threat. Beats Mike, goes to final three with Marianne and Romeo. Marianne wins. There we go. There's prediction one. Alternatively, Lindsay wins immunity, which I think would be more interesting Lindsay wins immunity. Man. Oh, Marianne obviously has her idol. What if, what if people start to target Marianne for her big move? Mike uses his idol to protect Marianne, and Marianne gets out Mike. <laughs> what do you think about that? I I don't I don't know if i believe it but it would be i'd be all for it moment marianne would it would be incredible but i don't know and this is this isn't a slight against marianne i don't know if she could bring herself to do that yeah not not like that's a that's a brutal move it's it's yeah it's a backstabbing move i would do it for sure marianne (laughs) i don't know oh i would revel in such a move um but no, I don't think that's going to happen. I think, you know, I think that some, it's as simple as this. Lindsay wins immunity. Jonathan goes home. Jonathan wins immunity. Lindsay goes home because Mike and Mary Han- Marianne have idols. Um, I don't think Romeo goes home in either scenario. So whichever scenario, then we get to the final. And then whichever one of them is still there, they win immunity in the final. Um, if Lindsay wins immunity in the final, does she go to fire? herself 
or does she let other people have the opportunity? That's where it gets interesting because I don't know if she'll perceive herself to for sure have the win or not. I almost want to say she will. Like, I think she thinks she's played the best game. She maybe has, but I think whoever, I think in the Lindsay wins immunity scenario, I almost think whoever wins fire is going to win the game. That's my prediction. And I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, I'm going to predict Mike as my winner in this scenario. Gosh, am I, this one I'm way more up in the air on. I don't know. (laughs) Well, if it makes you feel better or maybe worse, that's exactly what I have for, for mine. Um, So obviously Marianne and Mike had their idols. I'm just, I'm pricking they just both play it for themselves. Um, another reason why I think idol should, should end a vote earlier. You need to be able to get through one vote peer. Like I feel like every, every option, every single vote in this game, you have in the advantage or idol you can play, make one vote. Yeah. Completely clean vote and make it the last vote. It just seems like a no brainer. Um, but here we are. So they, they play their idols. Um, no matter what, because I don't think either of them are going to win immunity. And yeah, I, I agree that it's either Lindsay or Jonathan wins immunity. I'm I'm saying Lindsay wins immunity, and then Jonathan goes home. I think I think Marianne is the split vote, but I think it, I, I'm going to go in depth on the prediction and say it's a three-two vote. Jonathan Lin, Jonathan Marianne. Um, so Marianne's idol effectively is 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 needed, but it's still a big moment because no one knew she had it. Yeah. And then I'm saying Lindsay wins final four because she's probably either she or Jonathan will probably win that final challenge. And I'm going to say she takes Romeo and then Mike beats Marianne and fire and Mike wins. So pretty close to what you, I like had there. I I like it. The thing is, I feel like in some seasons we get moments where they talk about fire or we see people making fire. And I don't think we've really gotten that yet. At all, so I don't really know yeah, who to feel true. good or bad about as a fire maker, and so I don't, I don't know. I mean, Mike, the retired firefighter, feels like <laughs> oh, he's going to be a great, great fire maker, right? But right. this is a you know that doesn't necessarily mean anything. He only puts them out; he doesn't make them exactly. Um, but I still feel like he would be more likely at fire than Marianne. But yeah. I mean, who knows? But um, I do think Lindsay would be scared of guaranteeing Marianne in the in the finale. Um, what do you, what do you think in general about the idea? I feel like a lot of people since Stupid Edge of Extinction that people feel like if you win the final challenge, you have to put yourself in fire. I think it's so dumb that that's the thing. No, you don't have to at all. I, I think. I don't think you have to at all, but I think almost everyone remaining in the game should because it's close. Again, it's, it depends on where you're at relative to the rest of the tribe mates. If you're Omer and you've been a mastermind puppet master this whole game and you're bad at making fire, I, mean, I don't know if he is or not, but you don't need to. You don't need to and you you shouldn't. You, I think it's the smarter thing not to make fire and he should still win. But he's not here, and so I think I think any of them should do it. Whoever wins should do it. 
Yeah, yeah, I think it's a really unenviable position. Yeah. And again, here I go. Another reason why the fire challenge sucks, it penalizes the person who wins that the most important immunity challenge of the season. Yep, totally, totally agree. Um, I wish they'd get rid of it. I feel like they do it to encourage people to be bolder and make like a bigger player can win survivor more and there's more likely to win survivor where before you have that person that really stands out and for them to get through a clean vote is really hard but oh yeah i mean probe said exactly it was the fire challenge was implemented to save players like ben yeah which which like part of me appreciates that but i don't know i don't like i think you're almost you're a better player if you can navigate a clean vote if you can navigate the whole game and get through a clean vote and win, that's that's in my mind what a better player is than someone who blows up their game by doing huge crazy stuff early and gets voted out. That's not it. That's just not a good player anymore. I think it's it's uh they're too they're too much. Yeah, um, I feel like the fire challenge is here to stay at least for yeah many more you know, many more years. I don't like it, but it's fine. I'd, I'll take it over many of the other advantages and twists that they've thrown at us these last couple seasons. Oh yeah. Like, like we, when we ran them down last week, I mean, if yeah. we throw the fire challenge into it, I think that's clearly the least offensive. Yeah, totally fine. It's, it is what it is. Um, so yeah, I like, I like where we, where we left it. I, I I'm going to officially say Mike is my, also my number one predicted person. I'm going to go Mike, Marianne, Lindsay third, Jonathan Romeo. That's my prediction. It's See, in order. I mean, I, I would I would probably agree, but I feel like it's not even worth ranking Jonathan Romeo. Yeah, the way they've right. been presented because right. there's going to be one of the other three, and if it's those two versus that third, unless that third person completely butchers, I'm talking like worse than Lee and Ozzy season one butchers final tribal. Yikes. That person, that person is winning the season. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you're right. You know, I hope Lindsay wins immunity tomorrow because I think it's going to make by far the most interesting finale, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I really want Lindsay to win one. I like her best of who's left. She's my winner pick. And yeah. I would be, then I would go two for two in winner pick so far. Yeah, right, Mark, Mark in Australia, <laughs> Lindsay here, and if I can cap off the improbable impressive. trifecta with the upcoming South Africa season, which I'm not banking on at all with with the way the South African casts usually go, it's gonna okay. be some absurd winner who I'm gonna love, but I will have no idea how to predict them. But if I can go three for three, Chris, oh boy, that that'd would be huge. That'd be maybe the most impressive, impressively lucky thing I've done in my life. I mean, that, that should get you on Survivor right there. <laughs> That's all. That's all it took. Yeah. Yeah. Easy enough. All right. Let's, let's do a little ranking talk as, as yep. arbitrary as rankings are, you and I sure. both love ranking things. <laughs> do love ranking things. I don't know. In, I don't know if you look closely at where this one would rank, but about where, you know, going into the finale, about where would you put this season 42 in your survivor rankings? Do you think? I'm going to give you a number. Give me a second. I'm just going to throw a, a solid number out there that it's around this number. Okay. I'm going to say, let's go 16, 16. 
here's Six here's in. here's my thought process. It's it's a very good season, and it's it's just it's held back a little bit by the outrageousness that is Survivor forty one and forty two. Without that, probably higher, but still, but still very good. I think that's fair. I would probably have it around that, you know, roughly. I'm looking at my rankings now. I have 41 at 26, but that's that's for me in a cluster of seasons that are all like super close that are like fine, but some major issues for me. Um, let's see, 16. I have What's 16, your 16? Give me 16, your number. I, ha- I have token sheets at 16. Okay. So I, have, I have token sheets, Ghost Island, Cook Islands, Borneo, and Panama. My 16 to 20. Sure. Heroes, hero, healers, hustlers at 21, Karang 22. Yeah, somewhere in that 18 to 22, probably. I'll, sure. I'll find a way to slot it in, you know, once the finale finishes up. But right now, that's probably about where it goes. It It's tough because it, it does suffer from, you know, being the basically the same season to an extent as 41. Now, it was done much better. It was edited so way better. better. There was yeah. less focus on the advantages and the ship wheel island and all that nonsense, but mm-hmm. that stuff is still there. So it, it's hard to completely separate the two. Uh, but the cast has been phenomenal. Cast really good. And there are some really fun characters, really big characters. Um, you know, really good g- gameplay from from a few people. So that's gonna probably push it up. Definitely. Yeah, probably the upper half at least of, of the, of the full series. So maybe that 18 to 20, somewhere in there. Um, but a good season. And, and the thing about survivor is that every time I look at my rankings for a new season, I'm looking at like the lowest ranked seasons and outside of like just a small handful, there's no, there's a very few seasons that I would say are actually like legitimately bad. Yeah. I agree with you. Even 41 still survivor, still entertaining, like still just, it's like, it's such a, it's such a repeatable show. Like it, it never gets old because you don't need to come up with new crazy stuff all the time. You just throw your 16 or 18 new people in the same game and it can play out completely different. The game evolves naturally and people think of new cool things to do in like that's why that's why every season is good and and why some of the seasons that are too advantage heavy it hurts it like because you're taking away just the player's ability to change stuff and and play the game in an interesting new way yeah i mean i think uh the brains versus brawn australian season is a great example of that Mm -hmm. because the episodes where they they weren't so hamstrung by the twists and advantages were like incredible episodes, incredible gameplay. And then they have those dumb urns late in the season that just like break (laughs) an urn. It's like, well, that was really dumb and really, really weak, weak moments. And 41 was like that too. The few episodes where they let the players be the the true focus, those episodes shine. Mm -hmm. And then they get bogged down by coming right back to, Oh, let's throw 16 new advantages and twist at them and see what happens. Um, so this season was a much better balance. I'm really curious to see what happens in 43 and 44. Now that they oh, now that yeah. they've been able to take into reception and you know criticisms and and compliments on what worked and what didn't. 
um because they did kind of have to film 42 mm-hmm. assuming 41 was going to be a success with the mindset they had so now they're trying to make adjustments we'll, we'll see what happens uh, we'll see where the the finale finishes uh so for next week i'm not sure if i'll have chris or jared with me at this point we'll we'll see what happens but uh chris i know we've been talking about potentially doing south africa in a couple months how are you going on that on that watching we're, we're going <laughs> we're, we're going um it's uh it's debatable i want to are you, do it are you still badly. in philippines i'm still in philippines and so what, what do i have that one and two more to do yep so i'm almost done with philippines i think i'm at six people left seven okay. people left so it's it's close i'm enjoying it but uh we'll see we'll, we'll see it's a uh, summer is my personal busiest time of the year and once once june hits it gets it gets really difficult but we'll see i i'm still gonna go for it well we'll keep our fingers crossed there that we'll have some uh survivor south africa outcasts i think is the Ooh. is the name of the season their first their first ever returning player season so we'll see how they how they do with that um but anything anything else uh, about this episode or about the season as a whole finale predictions or i think we're good we're good i'm excited for, for the finale i think it's gonna be really good yeah i i cannot wait i love going in with three very solid potential winners i'd be i'd be happy with any i'm not hugely impressed with Marianne overall but if she can finish as strongly as this move was then I'd be totally fine with it um she can she can find a way to win and be completely satisfying for me um but Mike Lindsay as well with what they've done I would have no problem I would enjoy any either of them winning as well um so cannot wait to see how it all goes down and then to break it down with Chris or Jared maybe both we'll see what happens um but to make sure you don't miss that episode when it drops, uh, make sure you're subscribed, Apple, Spotify, anywhere you listen. Um, and if you can throw us a little rating and review, we really appreciate that as well. And you can follow us on t- on Twitter at, t- at Llama Talk Pod, Instagram at Talking Llama Pod. And for Chris Kuna, this is Matt Hambridge. We'll see you next time for another Scoop of the Crispy.